0: This is Two Mug Punters. Over to you, fellas.
1: And welcome to another episode of Two Mug Punters, a podcast made by punters for, well, everyone. My name is Frizy, and joining me at the desk once again, Mitchie, Gazman and Alice. Gaz, how are we travelling?
2: Uh, great, mate. As always, excited for another week of punting, episode 4. Good week last week, so bring on the Guineas card this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, you did very well last week, I'll give you that. You did very well, tipping the Blue Diamond winner at $17. But what the fuck was with that track? Yeah, again, again... Uh...
2: Two weeks in a row, two weeks in a row, I think. Yeah, just lead in your win, basically.
1: Yeah, and let's get to our first segment. They're in the gate. And my in the gates is exactly, if we get a track like last week, where you have to basically be top three and on the fence, uh, you know, you do hours of form, and I mean hours. You watch replays, you line up form, you line up weights and class, And essentially it meant nothing. And you expect a fair track too. It meant nothing. Do, Do we ever get that at Flemington though? The only thing that we needed last week to be able to back winners were speed maps. Yep. And yes, they're a part of what we look at when we're looking at form, but fuck me. Like, fuck me. It was a joke, an absolute joke last week. All right,
2: what's your in the gates? In the gates, Zaki this week comes down we're getting a lot of horses down from sydney obviously the weather up there is a bit inclement Mm -hmm. uh so zaki this week we saw him win the emirate stakes on the last day of the carnival he was awesome there back
1: to 1600 meters here but uh i'm excited to see him again didn't want to wear it snorkel and uh no no so uh we're obviously at headquarters good track rails out two my notes are should play fair um should being the key word after what we were dealt last week but anyway we kicked off with race one is a listed thousand meter race for the two-year-old up the straight
2: again sticking with my flemington theory from last week a lot of horses that have done uh you know been there done that before hence an each way play here on bohemian daisy finished third its only start here in the ottawa stakes i think it was is capable of winning a tricky little race here to start the card
1: Yeah, I normally don't play with so many unknowns being first starters and all of these things, but I thought Wee Nessie's um, last jump out at Cranbourne over the 850 was really, really good. Uh, It says 800 meters on some of the um, form guides, but that's incorrect. It was 850. Um, So I'll be having a little play on her at around the $4 mark. Um, I'll be having a little play on Wee Nessie to kick off the card. Beautiful race two the listed roy higgins quality over 2600
2: tiger tiger has done nothing wrong in these longer distance races carried the grandstand last start over 2000 meters wasn't blown out of the water by any stretch of the imagination he's a listed winner at flamington over 2800 meters i think he can win this race quite easily actually so easily yes i like him he's around four dollars so um i'm suggesting to have a good bet there
1: yeah i've my notes were. I thought the favourite was the most likely winner, but not at a dollar seventy, like or a dollar seventy-five yeah. wherever you're shopping. Um, you're much better going each way something else, or even just backing something to place. Yep. You know, you're looking at something like good idea at three twenty or South Pacific two sixty. In my opinion, you're better off having three chances with them running a drum. Than backing Crystal Pegasus at a dollar I thought Tiger Tiger again very hard to beat. Yep. Um, you know, again has done nothing wrong. Like mentioned, how the trip. playoffs. The only thing is if playoffs runs on Friday night, which I prefer it to run on Friday night, um, because there's something else I like in the race. And if it comes out, it will literally be a dollar sixty. Yep. But if playoff does come out, obviously it drops us down to seven, and then you only get first and second. So have that in your calculations while you're looking to go through this race. All right, now it's time for Bad Beat of the Week.
0: son of a bitch!
1: As I mentioned earlier,
2: Sydney's underwater, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we feel for all the families up there that are struggling or whatever.
1: It's actually horrible.
2: But it's affected their racing, which means we get all their good horses,
1: which is a bonus, and I really like that. Doesn't happen very often where we get a win over Sydney. No. Mr. Volandi, so, like, this is something yes. he actually cannot control. Yep. So, you watch him put a, a roof over some of the tra- race he tracks. He will. Now. He
2: will. And you will run uh, $10 million races there.
1: So, um, my bad beat is a horse called O oh So Far. For those that didn't watch Sandown yesterday, just flick on race six and watch the favourite. There's, there's actually no words you can say to. Describe how far the horse should have won by. It only missed by half a head and it got out with, I reckon, 22 metres to go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm really hoping that, oh, so close. that Frosty donated uh, that riding fee to the the flood victims because okay. yep. he uh, he didn't earn his, okay. his keep That's fair for enough. that ride. All right, race three is a benchmark. 90 over 1,200 metres. Again, up the straight. Yeah, short
2: and sharp again for me. Rose court again. Huge last start, loves a straight, and I just think it can win
1: again here.
2: $2.50, I reckon, you can get for it, so it looks a good thing here again.
1: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It was huge last start. You were all over it last start when it won up the straight, um, so well done to you, but I'm scared stiff of Bernadez. You know, first up, immediately, it's normally over a little bit further, 1400 or above, um, but first up, last time, it beat Hickok, and Hickok beat Flying Mascot, who... <laughs> You know, knows now, exactly right, you tie that form in. Um, yeah, I, I I do think Rose Quartz is the most likely winner, but I'm just too scared of Bermudez to be playing um, yep. in race three. Race four is the group three stakes for the Phillies and Mares over 1,400.
2: Really like Exelita here. Been racing in awesome form, narrowly beaten by Open Minded and Lighthouse, who we saw Lighthouse a couple of weeks ago in the All Stakes run second. Um, I think nine dollars is great value for this horse who loved fourteen hundred metres and loves Sloanington.
1: Yeah, for me, Cirole Miss um last prep was fantastic and it's a first up specialist. Had two jump outs to be ready, uh, and I think it'll be pissing in this race if I'm being honest. I yeah, think right. it will absolutely piss in. And obviously Peachy Michi riding in really good form, so would love to see Peachy Michi get a winner on a big day at headquarters. Yep. All right, now it's time for what caught my eye. I think it's quite interesting.
2: Animo, we can almost get two dollars for him on Saturday, and I think he'll win.
1: Yeah, I'm you're on him this time. Jumping off, I'm
2: on the Animo hello. bandwagon. I'm on the Animo bandwagon.
1: Yeah, you can get
2: two dollars. I reckon that that won't happen very often uh, in these sorts of races. Yeah, two dollars great value. So if you're having little multis and whatever. Get him in there.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'll, uh, I'll touch on him a little bit later. Um, what caught my eye was Catherine Coleman. So obviously oh, yes. getting kicked at Sandown, um, it, It's just a reminder of how dangerous this game is. And, and people in the industry risk their own health and well-being daily. Daily. Yep. Um, so that the industry keeps going. Um, and I know there was a big uproar about two years ago where you know the stable hands and all of those people were asking for more pay and the industry was kicking back i think this is just another reminder of why they should be getting paid more absolutely you know, they're dealing with 750 kilo animals that they have not much control over because Correct. they're 750 kilos yep um so you know we wish catherine obviously all the best to recover and um luke nolan and the strapper as well um who's got a bung shoulder so Um, We wish them all the best, but, yeah, just a reminder that, you know, people are putting their well-being on the line for the industry. Absolutely. All right, race five is the English Sprint for the three-year-olds.
2: Please take $2.30 for overpass. That is all I have to say.
1: Yeah, so mine is uh, in good nick. Only time up the straight was four lengths off home affairs. Uh, It's clearly on top, clearly the best bet of the day, and clearly a multi-filler for everyone that's... um, Looking to have a bet on Saturday. All right, race six is the Blamey Stakes, which is a Group Three over a mile.
2: Here is the big boy Zaki. He should win this race. I will say, however, bit of a danger here, corner pocket. Progressing through the grades, uh, unbelievably, it's gets him yep, a winner. Yep, gets him with a lightweight. Wouldn't surprise me for one. Take a small each way play with it here. Get the scaffolding up. We're building something nice here with this horse. I think.
1: Yeah, as everyone knows, I'm a huge Izaki fan. Um, But I just, when I looked at this race, I just kept coming back to Mr. Brightside and what it did first up. And I don't think it's a great first up horse. Um, They're obviously setting it up for the All-Star Mile, which is going to be two weeks after this. Um, But I think it will turn the tables on the big boy. And I think Mr. Brightside will win and you're getting $4.20. Good luck. So... For me to tip against Zaki, you know that I really like the other horse because I love Zaki. I'm a big Zaki fan, but I just think he's going to get back and from gate one.
2: If the bias is there too.
1: Yeah, and I I know last time he led and won at Flemington, but obviously that was over 2,000 meters. Uh, But yeah, I just think he will get back. Um, from gate one and and just too many risk associated with two dollars ten when you know Mister yep. Bright Slide from gate four will probably slot one out one back yep. and uh, it was very very good first up. All right, now it's time for around the grounds. I'm heading
2: over to Perth this week. I'm Ooh. traveling wide and far over to Perth for the uh, Time honoured Bunbury Cup <laughs> 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 at uh, Ascot. Number nine, come right back, Brad Parnham, six dollars fifty looks A good thing,
1: each way or on the nose?
2: On the nose, on the, on nose. the nose, on the nose.
1: What are we getting to place? Just security, uh, two dollars forty. Okay, so, so for those that don't have big plums, they could do each way. Yep, absolutely. Um, for me, I've got an asterisk next to mine, okay. and that's animo. If they run,
2: how yeah. likely are they to run?
1: I don't know. Um, okay. I just think, and to be fair, um, if you're a flood victim and your house was. Filled with water. I'd, yeah, I don't know. Would it be too much of a kick in the guts if you saw them still spinning the horses around? I don't know. I don't, yeah, know. I don't right. know what the right thing is. So, yep. um, asterisks if they run, um, it'll be on a heavy 28. But um, yeah, just an asterisks with yep. that one. All right, race seven is the Australian Guineas. So, group one for the three year old.
2: Yeah, terrific race. Um, Going to put this one in the too hard basket for me. Lots of good horses. Forget you. Hitotsu obviously went in the derby. Um, Captivant uh, Profondo comes down from Sydney Was one of the interesting runners um, So I just think it's a, a, too, a too hard race for me
1: Yeah um, I, I did think it was a tricky race But I was pretty keen to play each way Yep On Forgot You um, Again, I am just was looking at the maps And thought from Six we'd probably get the run of the race um, There's enough speed in the race as well For us to settle midfield Get on the back of something like Lightsaber um, and then, you know, I just wouldn't be surprised if we ran over the top of them. You know, Pinstripe from 11 is going to go right back. So, again, yep. probably going to need a little bit of luck, but Pinstripe was obviously very, very good. Can lightsaber go well? Yeah, it can. It can go okay. well. Um, but I prefer lightsaber over 1400 in a mile. Yep, that's fair. I enough. just think it's not sharp enough as a sprinter, and I don't think he's good at good enough at the mile to be winning a group one. A group one. Yep, that's yeah. fair enough. So um, if it was fourteen hundred, probably I'd be more inclined to lead Lightsaber's way, um, but still will be a whitish leg in the quaddie, yep. um just to make sure that we get through. Yep. All right. Race eight is the Bobby Hoisted handicap, which is a listed event over one thousand meters. Yeah,
2: I like sort of Mercy here. Uh, loves a thousand meters. Loves Flemington. Great second up record and just ticks a lot of boxes for me. So I'm going to play each way there. Uh,
1: It's got the most unlucky horse in this race being Brooklyn Hustle. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, if it can find a way to get beaten, it does. Um, So for me, Malkovic, um, 1,000 metre specialist, was very, very nice... um, at Caulfield, at last start in the Oakley Plate. Yep. I think it would have been given a pretty easy week um, after obviously leading and just getting run down by Moravi and and Co. Um, so I really like this horse because you you know what you're going to get. It's going to bounce out. It's going to go up on speed. Um, it's only been beaten once and it was only just beaten um, up the straight by Hal Warson who's a handy enough horse. He is, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, you'll probably get around... Well, currently at four sixty. so using a boost, you're going to get $5 plus. Um, and it's not a bad bet at all. Beautiful. All right. Now it's time to hear
0: from the battler. G'day, gents. Bit off more than I could chew last week with Mares. Went for the Hail Mary when I should have given my best bet, which was Flying Mascot, for those that follow the Insta page. Mares, talented horse, but too many quirks and needs to prove he can do it before he gets any more of mine. Back to what I know this week, something for the battlers at headquarters on Saturday, Australian Guineas Day. Most likely winning chance of the day comes up in race five, the English Sprint. They opened up $2.80 about number one overpass, a price I was rapt to take. He's going to be awfully hard to beat. I still think there's value in the $2.30, $2.40 around, especially if you use a boost. I think it could start close to $2. Not only does he have the best form leading in, but he has the perfect draw for the Flemington straight and won't mind any rain. The way I look at the race, none of the obvious dangers are drawn well enough to beat him. Shadow Devil is probably the danger. Progressive horse drawn the right part of the track, but seriously, look at Overpass's last four starts and how can't you be with him? Charged home in a Roman consul behind Pulele, then finishes an unlucky sixth in a Coolmore behind Home Affairs, Bruckner and Artorias down the straight. Then first up this prep, he beats home Forbidden Love and Animo, who both won Group 2s at their next start. And then second up, runs second, carrying 56.5 as a three-year-old to Lost and Running. Stable are in form, they know when to travel them, he's a proper horse, and I think he'll be winning.
1: Okay, so he's well and truly jumped on our train with Overpass. Now, he's yep. gone Good. In, <laughs> in quite a lot of depth, but essentially he's just echoing what we our spoke thoughts, about yes. a little bit earlier, uh, and essentially Overpass is the best bet of the day, and we all agree- Is over uh, odds. It was, $2.80 earlier when the market's first opened. Yeah. That's long gone. Uh, you'd be doing well now. You get two thirty. 30 He said even money. I wouldn't be surprised in the red. Yeah. That's that's where I think this is going to track. But yeah, clearly for me, best of the day. All right. Uh, race nine is a benchmark 84 over a mile. Yeah. Another tough race
2: here. I'm going to sit out of this one, <laughs> field in the cotty, <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I've just got wide leg of the quaddy, could make a case for essentially half the field, and when I get to the quaddy later, uh, you'll see it is one of the wider legs that I do. I don't like to go too, too wide, but... You
2: have to, no choice. Gentleman
1: Royer, I thought Nicolini Vito yes. was, you know, if yes. it didn't draw gate 16, um, people would be probably In pressing quite hard... I think he can still win. Yep. But obviously, just things have to go right. Would Richards, would Josh Richards have had the choice, do you think, over Gentleman Roy and Nicolini Vito, considering he rode Gentleman Roy to beat Tuvalu last start? I would have thought so. Exactly right. So, you know, Gentleman Roy's $5. Nicolini Vito.
2: Nicolini Vito, big push from Ben Hayes this morning as well. Yeah. So
1: I just, and also, not that jockeys are always the best judges, because we know from insider trading, essentially, that they're not. but. Um, yeah, then you know, you've got Yonsu who was visually very impressive last time, but I feel like Groovy Kind of Love could have, should have beaten it. Yep. Um, and then, you know, you've got Savannah Cloud, unique artist. Um, so the list just essentially goes on. I didn't even mind Divine Diosa as a bit of a rough yep. on the bottom. So, um, yeah, it's plenty probably, of handy horses. Would you say it, it's probably the hardest race that I've, I reckon, dissected in three or four weeks? The history of two mug punters. You, well, yeah, right go. up there, right up there. All right, uh, have you got anything for the loyal listeners at Money Valley?
2: Yeah, Money Valley, race seven, rock tycoon, loves the valley, 1,200 metres, is in great form, and I think it can win a race like this on uh, tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, so the only one I wanted to mention was French Moon. Um, it literally chucked it into about third gear at Bendigo last start around the straight, around the bend. And then when they straightened up, Harry just went, "Okay, let's go." Bye and bye. Just went, vroom. Um, so the reason I want um, playoffs to stay in the race. Playoffs is currently two dollars fifty. Yep. French Moon is two dollars thirty. So if playoffs <laughs> is withdrawn and then runs on Saturday, you get a dollar ten. Uh, yeah. The money. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, odds will obviously significantly drop. And we're going to really, really struggle. Um, and it'll probably only be a multi-filler. With, yep. You know, um, overpass and Animo and the likes of those. But, um, yeah, I just I just think it'll win. Yep. Good quite clearly. And I want playoffs in there so that we get better odds and um, we can take it on. Lovely. All right. Now it's time to head down to the final furlong.
0: They head down to the final furlong.
1: Gaz, what is your back at
2: Back at Race 3, Flemington, Rose Courts for me. I really like it.
1: Okay, um, I've said it probably five times already throughout this uh, episode, uh, but Overpass, Overpass will be winning for me. And Beautiful. can we please get a mugs a Malti?
2: Yes, four-leg moltoir for me. Flemington, we're all at Flemington. Uh, race two, Tiger Tiger to place. Rose Quartz to win race three. Then we've got Exolita in race four to place. Corner Pocket to place in behind Zaki, and you can get $23.22.
1: Very well done. Quarter Very- numbers, please. Well, this might be a little bit unpopular okay. um, because I know, obviously... With who? Uh, just the loyal listeners, I would okay. probably say, because I've left Inspirational Girl out of the first leg of the Quaddy. I've left her out. I've just stuck with Zaki and Mr. Brightside. Yep. And I've also left um, Corner Pocket out. You have. I have. So... Going very wide in the next leagues, that's why. so, but
2: that's okay because place for the mugs multi, Zaki to win,
1: yeah, that yeah. I, I mean, that works for us, yeah, as long as we sort of get through. Then, um, in the guineas, obviously, I've gone pretty wide, I've gone Hitotsu, Captivant, Profondo, Forgot you, uh, and also Pinstripe, so one, two, three, four, and nine. And then when we get to the Bobby Hoisted. Um, I've gone two, four, seven, nine, and 13. So I've put the most unlucky horse in. Malkovic, who I think is the most likely winner. Yep. Maliva, I had to throw in Sword of Mercy. And Esther La Rocca down the bottom at $26. as a bit of a blowout. Great value. Yep. Very, very good blow, um, blowout value, I suppose you would say. Yep. And then the wide one to come home, 1, 3, 10, 11, 12. 13 and 15. So we've got Gentleman Roy, Nicolini Vito, as we were talking about, Yonts um, Basawa, I believe is pronounced. Yep. Savannah Cloud, Unique Artist, and Divine Diosa, um, which is what I touched on. $35 will get you 10%. Good way. Um, and essentially what that means is it needs to pay $350 for us to start making a profit it will pay significantly more than $350 if we get the four legs in. I hope it does. Yeah. All right. Uh, Obviously, we're getting towards the end of the episode. Yep. Um, How was your Saturday last week? Do you want to fill in the listeners about how you were tracking last Saturday? Saturday last
2: week, uh, the Bucks party. We had a Bucks party. Uh, Merv, loyal listener, Bucks party for him. Congratulations on your... Upcoming wedding, mm-hmm. uh, Buck's party was fairly loose. Uh, as always, blokes, Buck's party, three disgusting troopers, uh, plenty of beers, and um, not remembering much of the day.
1: Yeah, I copped, obviously, I didn't go, I'd already had a prior uh, engagement, it was an engagement yep. party, yeah, um, booked in. But the barrage of abuse that I got from the people on that Buck's party was, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't great. It wasn't a great way to fill in the Saturday. Um, yeah, that's fair enough. I, uh, was there any
2: strippers, though, to make up for it at the engagement party?
1: No, nah, unfortunately okay. not. I okay. was there with the wife, so it okay. um, was very, very, uh, you know, I was very responsible, you could say. Good boy. Um, but like I said, it was interesting. If people actually listened, I said thought morabi was the most likely winner oxley road won a hell of a race at $19 morabi walks in oxley road runs third and i still get a barrage of yeah that's messages better. and so, i fluke one dollars winner so, so it just yeah it just um good bit it, of fun people on the piss good bit of fun. pain's in the ass yes, aren't they anyway good luck this week um we hope you have a bit of success and happy punching good luck
0: Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Happy punting.